That was literally verbal diarrhea. I'm setting the bar awfully low. Titus O'Neil keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you, the awe-inspiring JC. You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far up Vince's No, butt. no, no, no. Oh, you are no, such no, a no, sucker. No, no, no. You are. You defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This is the Chopper Knocker Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Jobberknocker Podcast. As always, it's Nestle Mania. Alongside for the ride is a man that is always found not guilty in the court of public opinion, but always guilty in my heart, JC. What I am guilty of is being ready to rumble! <laughs> I was just going to say, I know you, and the longer you go, you're going to vomit. So stop it. Yeah, Gavomit. Anyway, we, it's rumble season, baby. Let's go. Let's go. We got a long show to get into. We got 30 hopes. That's 30. 30 oh, hopes. We love this game every year. We got to give a shout out to our boy, the originator, the OG, the intern, Traff, for coming up with this game. We do it every year. Uh, we want everybody else's opinion in the chat. Anybody else that's listening, text us, tweet us. We know if I fucking do whatever you got to get to go. And uh, I guess we'll just start right off where we go with the uh, the shiniest of the shine. Let's do this, buddy. Always in the shine, much like Mandy Rose. Uh, apparently her fan page is $2 right now, so all you guys can get in for real cheap if you really want to. Uh, but uh, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about the 30th Triple X version of Raw. Uh, you know, speaking of X-rated. but X going to uh, give it to you. I will say this, Nestlemania. These shows I usually hate because they're usually hot garbage, but I said this in the thread yesterday before the show. I'm like, the way you do these shows is you infuse the younger talent with these guys and you don't just have them like beat it up like obviously the revival one was a famous couple years ago but find a way to make these guys look good i thought that was a good trend and we're gonna have more on that i think in a bit but we have to start off with that first hour which i think was the best first hour of raw if not ever in a very long time uh the bloodline stuff it took a long time but man that opening segment was one of my favorite like like weird ass segments that they clearly had to do on a whim and do last minute but i thought it was fucking amazing from start to finish Heyman shined sammy shined roman shined jay shined solo and jimmy didn't do that much but they did what they needed to do look i um uh, so i full full disclosure i didn't get to watch raw live uh like everybody you else so i had yeah, to watch I. so i i kept seeing oh top five segment of all time on raw and i'm like well that's a steep that's a steep hill to climb folks considering all the amazing moments that Monday Night Raw has had. Um, and, of course, we have rose-tinted glasses for the bloodline right now because it's the best thing going on TV. So I think in the scope of it right now, yes, it's the best thing we've seen in a very long time. But I think overall, I think if we take a step back, maybe a year or two now, we'll think it's still a top 10 segment. But when they, someone said top five, I was like, I don't know about that, but it, it was still a very emotional, which was very, like, I did not expect it to be emotional. I thought, okay, here's going to be something kind of fun and exciting, but it got real gruesome real quick with the way that Paul Heyman was trying to kind of just be the sneaky, kind of just sniveling little shit, you know, throughout Judas, the entire Judas, Judas, he's a freaking Judas, but here's, here's a traitor. All he does is hug Sammy, tells him how much he loves him, and he pulls that shit, come on. So the only thing that, again, 
and I, I'm I, and I'm being completely honest here. I am nitpicking at the smallest detail at this. On Friday, he had this whole thing about you got to be in the castle pissing out than pissing, you know, in the castle, which I understand. And he kept Sammy around. But then Monday, it was like, fuck him. I'm going to fucking have him murdered. It's like, okay, all right. Where, where, where did we go from it's better to keep him in the bloodline to let's fucking kick him out that quickly? And I thought it was, again, it's a small detail because the rest of it was so, like, above average and, and so wonderful that you, you tend to forget about it. But where Heyman was very instrumental on Friday, we can talk about it later, with the contract stuff and the whole Sammy stuff. Then on, on Monday, trying to get you know, everybody to vote against Sammy was a little bizarre. And now it, it creates a weird dynamic between Heyman and Sammy, or a weirder dynamic, I think, going forward. Because now the true feelings are out, right? You can't go, you can't put it back in Pandora's box. No, and that's what I liked about it, is Roman said not guilty for now, and he still says I don't want to see you and all that. But, I mean, to me, like, I, I, what, I, obviously, I knew this was coming because it was spoiled for me on Twitter. I had to work last night, like, a lot of times on Mondays. So I don't get to it till later, but this was the least I fast-forwarded to Ron a long time. Like I said, we're going to get to more of that. But... To me, like they created a moment that like will sit with me as part of this feud. I love like the little recap packages they use to show us the moments of this story and how long it's been going and like the positives of Sammy and the negatives of Sammy. But like the moment when Jay Uso grabbed Solo, I literally jumped off my couch and I was like half asleep because I was tired from a long day. But that woke me up for the rest of the night. Like that was a fucking moment for me. Like I felt that. Like that's like part of like when you're watching a movie or wrestling or a sports. Like you're looking for that moment where it just you go, oh my god, yes, yes, yes. Like someone sticking up for the hero, and that was just like that was so cool. And obviously the history with Jay and Sammy, like Jay being the one for the longest time trying to get him out, and now he's Sammy's biggest supporter. They obviously even paid it off even more later in the night when he replaced them, uh, Jimmy, in the tag team match, and they got to defend the titles together. It's just like the Jay-Sammy relationship and their story arc, and that being like the pinnacle of like all this work they put in the last year for it, man, like I felt that. I felt that right here, and I absolutely loved it. Again, I, I thought everything that they're doing, and again, not to harp on why WWE is better than AEW, but to go back to Friday, they made a fist bump worth watching a two-hour program. A fist bump, right? Tony Khan couldn't do that if he tried. Then on Monday, you have a 20, 25-minute segment, which again, I, most of the time you hear me complain on this program about any long segment, but that was riveting. Right, like yeah, you sit I there and you couldn't look away. You couldn't look couldn't away, play. and you're just like everybody has something. And then, of course, we can parlay that into the tag match, which was kind of ridiculous because you're sitting there going, "Okay, Adam Pierce kind of made it a little hokey with like, I did it for, I did it for <laughs> Judgment Day. He did though. He told the no, truth. No, I know it was just kind of funny. It was like, it's just like I don't know. It's just it's tough. It's very very tough. Of course, our boy over here saying cocaine. No, I'm not even gonna say this. Never mind. He's <laughs> read the watch the video. He, this guy. Spell cocaine right correctly, by the way. Come on. Come on. He spelled cocaine and Conrad. I know. I know. It's probably because he's <laughs> half asleep, the poor bastard. Anyway, uh, and we'll sick the grammar troll on him. Then he'll, he'll, he'll get his two cents in. Uh, no, but look, the the subsing it, subbing in for the tag team and then, like, the falsies of, oh, my God, when he's outside, he was going to cost him the match. Then he was in, and you're like, oh, my God, if he loses this one, this is going to be bad. And then they fucking That's won. That's what I was kind of expecting. Yeah. Right? Obviously, I, if I didn't see what happened on Twitter, because I got to just stay off. It's just hard, though, because I go on Twitter for my job and the stuff pops up as yeah. well. Um, but, it, like, it just, that would have been my thought the whole match. Is like, oh, my God, Sammy's going to lose it for them. Like, yeah. the, the guy who stood up for him, he's going to lose it for them. But I'm glad. I like the way they did it. And because 
this obviously the storyline's hot and like when we talk about the rumble later i'll get into more of why i'm like sammy winning the rumble would be the dumbest thing they could do for this storyline because it's just too a lot of a weight of what's happening right now like this this thing is in motion now we are in motion of roman and sammy like whether you people realize it or not it's like the rumble is just delayed for three months we don't need that we need this shit pedal to the metal now and we're gonna get it in uh, canada at elimination chamber but like just this is man this segment like they really didn't to think that this was like a last minute change over the weekend and we were disappointed because it's supposed to be acknowledgement ceremony and this is what they came up with and then we had that great match like like I, this was i think the first 45 to 50 minutes of raw before la Knight came out like man this was just like mwah. commercial free too so we didn't get any breaks but i didn't want a break it was so good no it was it was wonderful and again going back to everything we just thought about all I could think about was everybody sitting there going, and this is the this is the crumb that they leave you with for Friday to Saturday, right? They're like, I don't want to see you till Saturday, right? Yeah. So you're like, okay, something monumental has to happen, or even just detail has to drop on Friday for Saturday to even get more ridiculous, right? So I I agree, it's the best thing we've got going on as a fan to watch. But here's where I'm gonna I'm probably letting the cat out of the bag for where the way I'm I'm thinking, right? Everybody goes, oh, his final test, his final test. Everybody thinks it's gonna be the Rumble. I sincerely think he is not even in the Royal Rumble. I oh, really, yeah, no, I, I and kind of agree with that, I too. think that they're going to make either one of two stipulations. Sami Zayn is the special guest referee to prove his loyalty, Oof. whether yeah, he's going to— so, but need more build, I think. No, I know, but here's the thing. In, in You go to the Royal Rumble, you're like, shit, I have to put on—do I— Or you could do another one where it's if Kevin Owens wins, Sami Zayn is out of the bloodline. And that one's like, well, what the fuck? I have nothing to do with it. What? Like, you know, and blaming it on Kevin would be interesting to me. I think that'd be very interesting going forward. Because uh, then you're you're invested. I, I think they're gonna they're gonna turn something. Because Dom and I in the thread had, or just a private conversation. If you watch on Friday, oh, uh, Heyman didn't let that contract out of his out of his sight. Kevin Owens came, stunned, grabbed it, scribbled, and threw it back at him. They never no, he discussed it. He gave it to Sammy. He gave it to Sammy, right. He gave the contract to Sammy. So I think there's got to be something foreshadowing here that's going to be interjecting. And so I, I, I would think the special guest referee is the most logical for me, but we'll talk about it later. Yeah, I know there's definitely a lot, and um, I think it's it's in a good place, but um, I think we need to move on at this point because we have a lot to get to today. But Raw 30 was great. I mean, I love – here's the thing. I'm like, I saw someone like tweet something about how they were sick of DX segments. And I need to put them away. And my response was kind of this. I'm like, I don't disagree with that premise because I am over them and they're lame. But like this one in particular, I could not keep my eyes off of Kurt Angle. The minute he walked out, he had questions. And then everything he did in the segment, that man is a fucking national treasure. Well, like I protect him forever at all costs. I love you, Kurt Angle. You are... He's always been one of my favorites when my favorites growing up. He just even through the times when he's tough to watch on TV, I adore that man. I just absolutely adore him. I think he's amazing. And in this segment, like he played like the silly Kurt Angle better than you ever could have. DX played off him perfectly. Man, this was just so good. But what I also like is like there were the rumors about Imperium working with them, and it's like, oh God, here we go. But they did it right. They all made the joke of being like, oh, I'm retired. Or, I'm too old or this and that. It was just, it was so good. And what it did, it set up then your baby faces, Seth Rollins and the Street Profits to come out and take care of business for them. Like this was how you do 
a legend segment, I thought. Like, it encapsulated everything I need. It had the silly comedy. It got with getting Kurt involved and then to him pulling off the first shirt, which revealed the DX. And the second reveal, he was wearing a red, white, and blue ref thing. Like, it just, this was so well done. I enjoyed it. It wasn't a segment that I expected to enjoy when I watched fucking stupid-ass Road Dog and his fucking gut come out and the other guys and just like, oh, God, here we go again. But like I said, like, I could not keep my eyes off Kurt Angle. He was one of my MVPs of this week, man. Like, I didn't expect to enjoy this segment as much as I did. That's true. Uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to Bertsky. I see what you're saying in the chat, Bertsky. We'll probably put that in the heat, so just stay tuned. We'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, but I agree. I thought Kurt Angle did a great job. I just, I yeah. I mean, the, <laughs> I agree with Joe. Suttered, <laughs> settled down, Butterbean was the line of the <laughs> it night. Was really it good. was really fucking funny. Uh, but the the other thing that I thought was really really good was the idea of just okay. We didn't bury these guys. They didn't fucking you know crotch chop and fucking. All the, like, yeah, Road Dog looked like a fucking pile of shit, which whatever, it's fine. But then, like, even, like, X-Pac, like, laughed at something that they shouldn't have laughed at. It was really, like... Imperium having... was kind of giggling the whole segment, yeah. too. Every time you could see, like, Ludwig and Gunther cracking smiles, and I'm like, yeah. stop showing them! Those poor guys are trying yeah. to hold it in! Well, I did, like, I did, like, the part where, like, you degenerates! Like, the, I was like, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it's they so, are. It's, it's just, just like... Perfect. So, but, again, the fact that they didn't have to eat anything from the old guys was... Far and away better. Of course, it parlayed itself into stupid fucking six-man tag action, which nobody cares about. But Kurt Angle made it fun. You know, just like, guys, guys, I got I got a referee shirt on, you know. Uh, but it's hard. It's hard not to like it. But again, I, I tend to agree. DX has played out a lot, but it gets a reaction, right? It it gets something out of us. So, I, you know, I mean, even if it's not for us, it's for the older casual fan, which they're trying to, uh, you know, grab, especially during Royal Rumble season, folks. And I mean, WrestleMania is right around the corner. They want that thing to sing. So DX will uh, will get a chance, I guess. Can we yeah. can we talk about something else in that first hour that I thought was kind of ridiculous? Uh, yeah, because I want to put it in the shine too, but probably not for the reason you do, but I'll let you. No, no, no. Up. I mean, I want to make sure we're on the same page before I go off on a tangent here. Am I, are we talking about The Undertaker? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, so you see I'm wearing my yeah, American yeah, yeah. Badass so, bandana. So, you know what, <laughs> WrestleMania? I know people shit on the American Badass, but you know why the American Badass is a better version of The Undertaker? Because how long did it take that motherfucker to get to the ring? Granted, granted, like Cap said, someone needs to teach him how to drive a goddamn motorcycle, but you know what? Him not knowing how to drive a goddamn motorcycle gets him to the ring about a half hour faster. So American Badass, bravo. I hate the Kid Rock version. I like yeah, the, I was just about to You've done it now. That's I like exactly that version what way I better. That was my favorite, one of my favorite themes growing up. Like, that's part of the reason why I kind of like the stupid bandana Undertaker was that song. But they use the fucking Kid Rock thing because, you know, those fucking, you know, they had their own political views, which is why they're probably best buds. They're both fucking morons. But I thought this segment, like, do what it needs to do. Um, obviously, that's the reason why I put it in the shine. But, like, him and Bray, that was a cool, like, little thing because you got to hit on nostalgia on these nights. And they had a feud and it was a thing. And I also thought LA Knight came out looking great because they gave him this time to shine on a show that a lot of people are watching that probably haven't seen this guy. But I guarantee you, every single person who had never seen LA Knight before is going to remember him because that motherfucker makes an impact on you when he speaks. I tend to agree with Ozilution. So I'm going to screw it up. Ozilution, excuse me. Uh, because it is says he's, you know, he is a weird is. version of Taker. And I agree. It's not even a, a version of Taker. It's Mark Calloway doing Mark Calloway things with music. It's, it's, that's who he is. He's a bike riding, yeah. badass old man. He has a smirk. He can act like himself. So it's like, you know, we're just kind of there, you know? And, and he, so, okay. Ozzy said the one from the last mania was better. I agree. It had, it had the meshing of everything. I, I, I tend to agree. Yeah. But it, the one thing, okay. What did, what did Joe say here? He said, 
He said, what did he whisper? Taker whispered, let's get the after Raw into Wyatt's ear. Okay. So <laughs> someone else made a great joke on Twitter, which was, I'm sorry for WrestleMania 31, which made me laugh hysterically because, you know, Bray Wyatt should have fucking won, but that's beside the point. Uh, but no, look, I, I loved LA Knight. Like, I love the whole thing. I thought it was great. I'm glad Undertaker didn't choke slam his ass. Uh, it's just so fucking funny. Like, Another segment where Undertaker, instead of like doing the damage, threw it to Bray and let him do it. Like that again, that was the theme I look for on these shows is the older talent helping out the younger talent just to make it a cool moment. I agree. And I, again, LA Knight looked like a million dollars. I think that was the other thing too. Like he he's the other the other thing that was very odd, at least to me, was there was a hell of a lot more SmackDown talent than there was raw talent on Raw, which was bizarre in in in, in some form or fashion here, folks. It was bizarre. But yeah, it, they, it was just like that. They they wanted to do the Bray with the with Taker, so right. that made sense. They obviously wanted to do Charlotte with Rick, so that. But then Imperium sense. didn't need to be there, but they. Thought yeah, but again, I like I again Imperium. Like if you didn't have Imperium in that spot, it's like the other heel team I would have wanted to see in that spot judgment would be Day. like a hit row. Oh, okay. So it's just oh well, yeah no, but Judgment Day already had their thing with the yeah. Usos, and like you said, the Bloodline, but they were defending the Raw Tag Team titles. But it was it was. For a, it was that is a funny thing. I never really thought about that. Yeah. But for Raw 30, it was very much a SmackDown, Smackdown. dominated show. But... And the storylines are better on SmackDown, unfortunately. That's yeah. what we're kind of stuck well, with. Well, yeah, that's the big money show now. Anything else that's shine worthy? Um, I mean, we've gone over the idea of everything that was pretty great for Raw 30. I mean, that's. Yeah, well, it's tough because, like, the obviously the ending had its issues, so we can maybe so, use it as a transition if you want. But, like, Lesnar returning, I, I'm all for that because we know he's in the Rumble. So let him come out and be Brock Lesnar, get that massive pop to end the night. Like, I had a feeling it was coming when I saw that was last. Um, but I just. Obviously, they really had to rush that, and it was a shame. And I saw you tweet about how the whole match was in picture-in-picture, picture, which is bullshit because that was the match I would have preferred not be in picture-in-picture. Picture. But again, when you have a commercial three first hour, that just means you're getting a lot more commercials the last two. Uh, but Lesnar coming back, I think, was something that I think they needed to do. Yeah, I, I mean, we both work in TV. We both understand the idea of, like, you got to hit your times and you got to hit your commercial breaks and stuff. So I understood that. So but it was fucking pissing me off at the end of the night when I'm like, picture. We just had picture in picture. What are you fucking doing These two guys are me? so good And they're so too. good. And and I was sitting there going, here's, here's, and I, I'm conditioned myself, so I'm wrong. I'm, I'm going to state this that I'm wrong. But I've conditioned myself to not give a shit, whether it's AEW, NXT, or, or Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, whatever it is. If I see picture in picture, I fast forward. Two, two, three minutes. Because I do too. I don't give a shit because you're telling yeah. me in that small box, it doesn't matter as much. And then they'll replay the good stuff anyway. So I, I think when you're watching, when you're watching live though, it's better because right. then you're less apt to leave the room. Right. But I mean, we obviously like a lot of people watch these shows live and I do sometimes if I'm around or if I'm big, but majority of time, it's like if I'm busy at night, I watch it later. So it is a different experience for those of us that DVR. And uh, Ozzy says here that he, they could have honestly dedicated the whole Rada trial of Sammy. I I mean, you're not going to get a complaint here. I would have been fine with Judgment Day for versus Usos for the last two yeah. and a half hours. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But no, I mean, yeah. it, it is hard because like that was, so we're in the heat now. I'll get over <sighs> all my stuff. Get them off my TV. Get them off my TV. Get them off my TV. I thought the first hour, great. But towards the, it was like, okay, we had to cut the steel cage match because the segment went long and it was like. See that, uh, that is where like dirt sheets fuck off because. It's one of those things if we're not because like I read that and I'm like, oh man, everything must have been rushed then. It's like, no, we got we got like a three segger six man tag. We had a two segger Bianca Sonya match. Like we had all these seg like things that really droned on. It's like that no 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 yeah, you're fucking lying there. I just I think this was part of the angle and they're using it as an excuse maybe to make people care about this feud more because this feud sucks. 
I don't think I could care less. I mean, I couldn't care less. To be I, exactly. I mean, so it's, it's it's you can't make me care. I want this over and done with. I mean, the Rumble's like a cleansing palette for me. Let's Sounds just... like it might be a mania match. Oh the way my god! This well, is... imagine this the next three and a half months. I can't break them away. I don't give a shit. Break them away from each other at least if they're gonna do it to mania because it is it is beyond reproach at this point. Like you can't you can't make it work. It's just it's not it's not capable of happening. I, you can tell me what you want, but it's not capable of happening. Um, other things on uh, Raw that bothered me specifically. Hulk Hogan, get him off my TV. Say it. Get him off my TV, Hulk Hogan and Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy Hart's fine, I guess, but I guess he associates yeah. with Hulk Hogan. Whatever yeah, it is, so what get it is. Get them both out of here. Was, I, I, you know what? They were like two minutes, but and I love that his mic didn't work because fuck that racist piece of shit. But get him out of here. Then the the whole thing was a head scratcher with Charlotte and Rick and the Bianca and then Sonya and it's like, eh, it's a match. Okay, great. Then Bianca had to fucking look up and there's fucking you know cat. Fucking eye makeup, Alexa Bliss. I like yeah. mirror promos though. It is, and it's just, it's I just like, like it's like, it's just like, hey, don't worry about me. I'm gonna rip you apart and leave your eyeballs to watch me walk out of the Royal Rumble. I'm like, oh, okay, but you know, it's like, it's just stuff. And then it's just like, okay, we're gonna parade SmackDowns, Kevin Owens to stun Miz because Miz needs something. Boom, and then we get like. Ko is on Raw. I will, so that he's no, I know, but it just show. felt like a SmackDowny segment because SmackDown, you know, it's it's this weird mashup with Roman and being on SmackDown specifically most of the time, and then of course, you know, we we just go back and forth with this shit, but it's just it's hard. It's hard to really care. Moving on to SmackDown very carefully uh, as I move over, I'm just gonna lay this out as a general blanket statement because I'm not I'm not necessarily loving the idea of this. Mac and Sheamus, the Banger Brothers, winning this entire tournament will fucking piss me off. Because I, 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 looked, I was so I, mad they won. I looked the at the that graphic and I went, there are seven tag teams. Seven tag teams. And they teams. beat the best ones. They beat the best fucking tag team right out of the goddamn gate. And all I could think about was if Imperium doesn't win this, right? And we, we assume the Banger Brothers are going to win. We assume that. Yeah, Legato, Imperium, Hit Row are the other three teams that. But let, let's let's think about that. The, the three that you named have they had chances at the Usos? We know that Hit Row did. Hit Row did. Uh, I'm assuming that. I don't know if Legato did or not. I, Legato I like definitely probably... haven't, but Imperium okay. might have. But here's the thing: like Imperium to me is the more impressive thing. If I have to watch Mac and Sheamus, it's like like you said a couple weeks ago or, or last week. If you think McIntyre is gonna have a tag match at fucking Mania, you're out of your goddamn mind. You're out of your mind. And so for me to for me to look at these two fucking behemoths as a tag team that's never fucking functioned versus all these other tag teams who are fucking specialists. I hope Top Dollar pins Drew McIntyre on SmackDown. I hope, so. Our boy Joe saying uh, having Imperium all draped in gold would be awesome. I tend to agree. I think yeah, that's Imperium, a great visual. But again, we're not going to get there. We're getting the Banger Brothers. And all I could think about was they already had their fucking shot. Like the tag team title tournament should be People who don't get shots or got fucked out of them, and someone can say, you know, Seamus and, and whatever. But, like, I just, I I don't believe them as a tag team. I'm waiting for the turn. I'm waiting for them to break up and go fucking do their own thing at Mania. It's just like, and the Brawling Brutes are already in there, so I feel like you're kind of double-dipping in a way. Well, they lost, so they're out. They no, I know, but what I'm saying is, like, as a whole, yeah, piece that would be the only intrigue to me is if that second round matchup could have been the brawling Bruce right. versus Sheamus and Mac. But it's just like they were, I think they were on other sides of the bracket. They are on other sides of the bracket. It's anyway. just, I don't know. It's just, it's tough. What they could do is if Sheamus and McIntyre lose on Friday and then they eliminate each other in the Rumble, then whatever. But it's just like, eh. I, I, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm not necessarily in love with the idea of everything. I mean, especially where Los Lothario's got a jobber alert on that too. Like that made me feel like, fuck you for everything. Like just everything. 
So I honestly forgot they existed until the tournament, which is the shame. rumble. Uh, yeah, look, I, I tend to agree with that as well. But um, moving on to other things here, like you said, it was mostly dominated by the tag team division here. Did I will say this much? I almost gave my comeback to to uh, Sonya Deville on SmackDown because I thought Detroit booed the fuck out of her. And I thought that was Oh, like, she's getting heat. She's getting, she she's got getting on Monday serious too. She's getting fucking heat. heat. But the other thing I could think of was there's this giant awkwardness between Charlotte and DeVille when I'm watching my my you know my screen and I'm thinking to myself. Charlotte's not a good baby face. No. <laughs> never no, has been, never will never be. Never will be. And I'm watching but this. Unfortunately, and I'm like, she's Randy Orton. She like she gets too popular that they make her a baby face yeah, for a while it's until tough. people turn her again. And it's just it's tough, man, because I'm just watching this going, telling Sonya's doing her part, but Charlotte's doing this weird, like, I forget how to do things from the babyface perspective. It doesn't doesn't go well for that. But again, like you said, it'll just, it'll morph itself into a great match at Mania for whoever Charlotte's facing and we'll be, we'll be fine with it. But I just watch it and I think, God fucking damn it, let's move on. So um, I think that's where we've hit all the highlights and the lowlights. You just want to get into the hopes? Hope, hope, Okay, hope, we'll get right into hope, the hope. hope, hope let's hope. get hopeful. Let's do it, folks. Oh, you're my only hope Bobby Roode will probably not be in the Rumble, but, you know, he's still our transition piece. <laughs> Are you oh, starting or am I starting WrestleMania? Well, we I have to take notes here so I can actually put down and take a picture of how many things went correctly. So A and, oh, a and J for them. We've gotten kind of wild the last couple of years. So the things we've I don't, I, I'm going to say I'm probably, I'm probably not as exciting as I have been in past years, but I'm very excited for the Rumble. I just feel like... It's the, it's sometimes it's hard to manufacture these because I think the best ones are ones that just come naturally and yeah and stuff. So like um it's you know, you know, bear with us. We'll have some duds, we'll have some obvious ones, but it's just like this is more about just to think about this match and the possibilities of it and the fun of it and try to get creative with it. So would you like me to go first? Or would you like to go first? Uh, we I, I can go first. I just wanted to say to everybody that's in the chat or anybody that's listening or tweeting or whatever, if you want to put your comments in there, but what your hopes are, like I'll steal them, he'll steal them. We'll talk no, I about still, it. I got plenty. But I'm just saying, like, I want everybody to be involved in this one. I think this is a fun thing to do. So I'll go yeah, first. Tweet out, you tweet us on your hope separately. Tweet us a list. Like, whatever you want to do. Like, we're, we want to hear yours, too, because that's the best part of the Rumble is just all these different ideas okay. and then, like, being disappointed when none of them happen. Okay, my first one off the top. Here we go. Ready? Dominic Mysterio enters the Royal Rumble, immediately climbs underneath the apron, lasts the entire Royal Rumble, to be the fifth person left in the Royal Rumble then gets his fucking ass thrown out <laughs> in, the, in the final four. What? This is literally my, so my first hope was Dom <laughs> enters at number one and somehow survives almost the entire Rumble with the help from mommy and friends, just eliminating everyone by accident. And so just like, okay, we're already on the same page with hope one. I just, I'm just, I'm sitting there going like, he should be like Jerry Lawler and just hide under the apron the entire fucking time. And then like, it would just be so fucking hilarious. Yeah, and then you do like a moment where it's like Ray or Edge returns and someone like that eliminates him to a big pop. My hope is for Nestle to come back because I'm sick of the Billie Jean King wrestling takes. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, oh man. Okay, uh, so, oh, this is an interesting one. Rhea Ripley enters the Men's Royal Rumble, hits Riptide on Solo. Wow. She would be a candidate to do that, but I have a yeah. feeling she's going to play a big role in the women, so I don't yeah. think we need her to double dip. But Nestlemania, my first Rumble hope of 2023. Where should I start? Well, you know what? There's a match that we all want to see at WrestleMania, and it's a perfect way to set it up. And we've heard, like, the part of the reason they announced Cody or whatever was because they have a ton of surprises. 
uh, already planned out. And I think one of them is going to be a man that ma, ma, uh, probably going to play a role at WrestleMania this year, at least I hope. So number one, I want to be Austin Theory, a town down, gives him a chance to be an Iron Man contender, you know, come out. Like you always see, I've watched a lot of recent rumbles. I like to try to go back and see how far I can get before the actual one. I think I'm through 2017. It's a lot harder now because I got men's and women's. Um, but uh, the one and two, it's always like people that you want featured with a little bit of extra, extra. And I think Theory is a guy that always has a little extra, extra. Maybe he comes out with his little uh, like fitness uh, microphone. He's talking to the crowd again, talking shit. But there's one man he's been talking about how he hasn't been able to see. And that's... So Theory's like talking shit about whatever. Interrupted by John Cena, who is entrant number two in the Rumble. We get the stare down. They go at it. Boom, boom, boom. And you know what? This sets up the Mania match that we all want to see because Cena would get a huge pop of return to a Rumble. It would be a cool return that I think everyone would be okay with. And we all want to see uh, him in theory in LA uh, in April. So there we go. Theory one, Cena two, let them do their thing. And then they're both out before the ending. So they don't factor at the end, but it sets up a few. So. All right. I, uh, I have so many that I want to use. So I'm trying to like pace myself here. I don't want to just blow my load right out of the game. Uh, I think that in the women's uh, Royal Rumble, we're going to have damage control running train on everybody, unfortunately. And I think Candice LeRae will be the first person to stop them. And then the next entrant that comes out to help her would be Indy Hartwell. So they can be impressive, impressive together. And they can start, you know, then Becky can come out and it'll be three on three, yada, yada, yada. They'll do the whole thing. But I'm, I'm curious because I think this is a perfect slot for Indy Hartwell because I think she's amazing on NXT. Uh, she's got great size. She's impressive. But she's she's a great sidekick if she needs to be. Dexter's kind of looming there, no pun intended. It just I just think it's her time. So there's nothing more she can do in NXT. So I'm excited. I think uh, her coming in to even the odds against damage control will be my thing. I don't mind that. Um, so I will I'll stick with the men's here. I do have plenty of women's hopes too. But you know, maybe we're at like number five or six in the rumble, and you know, like there's just kind of guys piling up and they're going at it. And you know, you need someone to get a little crowd pop, and he's probably not gonna last long in the rumble, but you just want to get that like that little cool return that maybe nobody was thinking about, and you hear no way, Jose, no way, Jose, Congo line and all he comes out because he's better Adam Rose and he's dancing around the ring, no way. Jose, he no-ways himself into the rain and immediately gets tossed out. And then Congas again, like he always used to in the old Rumbles, right to the back. But I'd pop for a little No Way Jose. I bet you that's someone you haven't even thought about in no. about four years. No, because I'm fairly <laughs> certain he's, he was on impact. And that, that's where people go to just have fun. So, no, no thanks. Blowing my load is why I have twins. Thanks a lot. Appreciate that. Fucking asshole. All right, moving on. Uh, so, for me, I just because I want to see... So, people give me a lot of shit, but I think this would be fucking hysterical. Von Wagner enters the Royal Rumble and immediately gets pizzaed out of the fucking ring by Brock Lesnar. Fucking jump spin thrown out of the fucking ring. Yeah, that would be fucking awesome. Awesome. Because you guys will you guys will laugh hysterically at me. It'll be a good moment because you'll all shit on me. But I think it'd be awesome for Von Wagner to be in the Rumble, but then have Brock Lesnar just fucking pizza him out of the ring right away. That's what I want. Uh, Nestlemania, who would you say is your favorite woman's wrestler right now in WWE? Uh, right now, it's Rhea Ripley. Yeah. So how about this? Rhea Ripley comes out at number one. And everyone's like, oh, she's the pick to win. She looks great. Bah. And then number two, you hear, Kelly, Kelly. And Kelly Kelly immediately enters the ring and eliminates Rip Rhea Ripley immediately, breaking Nestle's heart. There's my next hope. Kelly Kelly enters and eliminates Rhea Ripley because Kelly Kelly is the voice that you hear in your dreams, Nestlemania. Why? Well, look, we all know she's going to show up and I'm going to have a fucking conniption. We know it. We know it. 
I'm a, I'm yes, a, I wanted to make it hurt a little I'm extra. Allergic, I'm allergic to people who are not talented, and she is not talented. So, you know, that's just it. She's clearly talented if she's still in shape. and, and been That has nothing to do with nothing. Anyway, uh, our boy over here. Uh, it has something to do with something. No, fuck off. Fuck off. That's what I say. Anyway, WrestleMania Sal's here. They have a rumble hope saying Cody enters at seven or eight, clears the ring, and is ready to call out number nine, and it's Randy Orton. I, I, I like that. I like that a lot. I think that's great. Uh, also, I just stole one of my hopes. Well, I'm just I'm just telling you there's some good stuff here. Uh, Mickey James. I know, but you're taking all my material. All right, I'll stop. I'll stop. Sorry. Mickey James in the Rumble <laughs> with the women's title again, part two. Not a bad idea. I've always saved some of the best comments for the end of the segment. Okay, okay, fine. I'll Sorry, guys. I got to put it at the end of the segment because somebody's getting upset over here. We just don't want to run out of ideas here. All right, fine. Fucking A. Jesus Christ. All right, moving on. I will do this much. Uh, this is, uh, I did this specifically for Josh because I think I want to see Josh roll Who? his, roll his eyes. Who the fuck Who? is Josh? I did this for JC. Yeah. First off, number one entrant, Elias. Number two entrant, big body Javi. They go off on a musical fucking showdown, right? They keep playing. They realize they should play together. Then they are number three, Rick Boogs. They all jam out. Well, Boogs. Boogs, because we haven't seen Boogs in a while. We haven't seen Boogs in a long time. So I feel like the real Shredder versus the absolute ball, you know, bullshit Shredders would be fucking hysterical. Great way to get entertainment than have them all fucking yuck yuck thrown out. So that's just musical one, two, three would be hilarious to me. That's all. And Elias has been one of those guys that has been one or two in the Rumble, I yeah. think, like in three times since he's been there. Obviously, he had the Jeff Jarrett one, which, you know, I hate Jeff Jarrett. But uh, yeah, no, I like that. I like that because Boogs has been gone for a while. And uh, keep, keep your eye that on makes Boogs. sense. And, the more big body Javi, the better. Honestly, um, if you're not watching NXT and you're not enjoying big body Javi, you have a fucking problem. You really do, because that guy is that guy is fucking awesome. Yeah, he is. You know who else is awesome? So we're sitting, we're later in the rumble. You know, the people are piling up, and uh, all of a sudden you hear, woo, 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 you know it. Oh, radio, and it's everything you know. Zack Ryder slash Matt Cardona returns. And you know what, Nestlemania? You know what, WrestleMania? Since you don't like Kelly Kelly, how about Matt Cardona wins the goddamn Royal Rumble and goes to WrestleMania and defeats Roman Reigns? That's for my boy TJ. But I mean, obviously, like if you read some of the tea leaves, it appears this might could be a thing. I think it would be cool. Uh, Triple H is a guy who I know has always been fond of him. I think he could make him look better than he ever looked. Ryder had a lot of magic back in the day, and I think he can still channel some of that in some way, shape, or form. So I think he's the perfect kind of like surprise guy to be in the Rumble this year. Okay. I would like to see, I think this is something that we'll probably talk about later with the people that we expect, but I think this is a, a very specific thing to set us up for Mania because, you know, Royal Rumble sets us up for, you know, showdowns and whatnot in the Rumble to, to go to WrestleMania. Pat McAfee comes back. It's a good one. Wade Barrett out of a job. And then here's my Aww. favorite, here's my favorite part. You don't expect it, but it's a fucking doozy. Pat McAfee makes a beeline for The Miz. Miz versus Pat McAfee for WrestleMania, I'm fucking in on that. Yeah, I'd love to see awesome. Miz on his show too. That'd be right? Great. Miz on yeah. Miz on the podcast, like Miz doing anything with Pat McAfee would be golden. Would be fucking, and the Miz would take care of him. You know what I mean? Like the Miz would do amazing things with Pat McAfee. Even if he eliminated the Miz, that's fine. Then have Pat McAfee get eliminated and immediately go up to fucking, uh, you know, fucking Wade Barrett, tap him on the shoulder, be like, "All right, take, thanks for keeping my seat warm." And then just put the fucking, you know, the thing on and call the rest of the Rumble. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, I like that. So. McAfee was definitely someone I had on my list as well. Yeah. But uh, keeping with the returns, WrestleMania, you know, there's a guy who, you know, he had a lot of success back in the day in NXT. 
And then, you know, he got mad because he wasn't used properly on the main roster, went to AEW, and while he was used to even worse there. But you know what? This is a guy I'm ready for him to return. His wife's a fucking champion. So give me El Idolo! Andrade returns to WWE in the Royal Rumble. He had a, I don't, I think I remember watching, it was 2018 or 19. He had a really good showing uh, in the Royal Rumble. Uh, was one of the Iron Men that year. And you know what? He's the perfect type of guy that can slot immediately into the mid card. He's a guy that could be worked with or against Legato del Fantasma. He's a great wrestler in the ring. So I'm ready for Andrade to be back in WWE. I, I'm all for Andrade. I think he's a, he's special talent. So I'm, I'm all in on him. I'm doing this one for JC because I like to make him smile. I think she's worked very hard this year, JC. So I think Maxine Dupree deserves a shot in the Royal Rumble. Probably would be eliminated by Kelly Kelly. Immediately. (laughs) Immediately because I feel like Kelly Kelly needs to throw out somebody. It just seems like Maxine Dupree is the absolute, like, if if Kelly Kelly's the bottom of my shoe, then, you know, the gum that's on the ground might as well be Maxine Dupree. So throw her out. That's But I think she's worked very hard this year. Uh, and I think she deserves something. And I think she just she's she's been doing so well with those extra digital exclusives that I just feel yeah. like you gotta you gotta fill this fucking rumble out anyway. And she's doing a great job. And she's hot as hell, and you can't teach that. Uh, yeah, I think she's more likely to be in the ro- women's rumble than Marseille or Mansoir are in the men's rumble. So I think you might be onto something there. Uh, sticking with the women's rumble, you knew this one was coming, but you know we get to number thirty. You know we really have our hopes up. We're looking in the rain, and we're looking. It's like man, it's Ronda. It's Charlotte. It's just a bunch of people we don't want to win. And then all of a sudden you hear toxic. And Mandy Rose returns to save us all and win the Women's Royal Rumble and challenge Bianca Belair at WrestleMania for the Raw Women's title. This is a match that Bianca said a couple months ago that she would really like to have is against Mandy Rose because uh, she thinks it would be a great matchup and she'd love to have she changed herself. Obviously, we know this probably isn't going to happen, but WrestleMania, this is a hope segment. And always in the shine, always going to be in the hope until she does come back, baby. And you know what? If she wasn't, if she was still with the company, she would probably be a favorite in this Rumble match to uh, be a potential surprise winner. So you know what? Keeping hope alive, baby, because anything is possible in Rumble season. I mean, if that happens, it would be the opposite of my uh, Kelly Kelly uh, <laughs> impression. So you might end up having to run around like a little kid. It's crazy. Um, yeah. So we're not terribly far deep in here, but I think I want to put this in here before I forget. We're going to say at one point in this Rumble, we get bro. We get a return from bro. That's somebody I think is definitely going to come back. Uh, but th- So he's he's lighting up people and smoking weed and doing whatever the fuck he's doing in the ring. All of a sudden, fucking the next fucking one hits. He fucking clears out the ring. He's sitting there. He's just like, you know, doing his bro poses with his fucking AR fucking birds and shit. And all of a sudden, it's like, and dun, 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 dun. Goldberg comes out, spears his fucking ass, and just throws Riddle over the ring like a fucking piece of trash. Goes to fucking town on everybody, and then he can do his Goldberg shit and lose. But having Riddle fucking just fucking demolished by, like, don't go to fucking rehab, kids. Fucking boom. Just fucking knock him out. I think that'd be awesome. What a fucking moment, especially for the two that don't want to work together. Make them work together for, like, two seconds. I'd be okay with it. Yeah, I mean, it does feel like we could be getting a Goldberg in here, too. I already, like, talked about how we're probably going to get Cena and... uh... There's rumors of some other people, uh, legends, who could be in this as well. But Nestlemania, I want to talk about a very specific legend now who, you know, maybe this is finally the year. 
because I think he's finally ready, and I think WWE is finally ready to put him back where he belongs. And we hear, Maven returns. Hell, maybe the old ass fucking American badass is in the ring, and Maven dumps him out one more time for old time's sake. But you know what? Y'all said I'd never get my Shelton Benjamin moment, and look at him now. Not only is he back, he's a fucking legend. Maven's a stud. The first ever Tough Enough winner. The man who eliminated The Undertaker. Uh, hardcore champion. The absolute One of the absolute goats in wrestling history. It's time to bring back Maven in the 2023 Royal Rumble match. Here's something else that I, uh, I'm putting out there that I think is probably very not exciting, but I think it's definitely a hope that you would see here. I think that Liv goes in at one, runs the distance to the very end. I want to see her be the iron woman of this entire match. I think she's earned well. it. And I yep. think that she's going to continue to get to the final four. She might be in the final three. I don't know if she'll be final two. It would be a great story. But obviously, this is Rhea's. To me, this is Rhea's rumble. I mean, this is this is it. If it's not Rhea, I'd be shocked. I'd absolutely be shocked. At this it point. feels like that. And I think um, I think we definitely agree there. That was one of my exact hopes. Um, so I'm glad that you brought that up. I think when we do our predictions later, we should give our final fours because I think that's always a cool uh, number just to kind of pick. Even though sometimes it's just like it's you know it's not as built up as it should be, but. Uh, I think that's good. Speaking of numbers, not so many. You know, we're getting through the rumble. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten, ten. He just had a baby last week, baby. So he's got that baby swag. Daddy Dillinger, welcome back to WWE. He was on a random Canada AW show. We haven't seen him next. Who knows? His contract could be up. And if he is, then I'm wearing the shirt today because 10, baby. 10's the magic number because 30 Raws divided by 3 equals 10 because that makes perfect sense. 10, 10, 10. You know how many 10s go into 2023? That's a lot of goddamn 10s. So give me Ty Dillinger returning in the Royal Rumble. Uh, this one's going to be something that is probably not going to be met with a lot of, uh, uh, well, praise. Naomi comes back to a chorus of boos. I would love to see that. <laughs> I think that I think she's gonna get booed. I think I I think the crowd should boo her for being gone for as long as she was. Cause I feel like I feel like this would be something like, okay, if it was Sasha, it's a big fucking deal, like Sasha comes back. But Naomi can do whatever the fuck she wants. And she's gonna come back and it's like, okay, like, I'm a may yay, 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 zing. It's like, are you though? I think the crowd would turn on her personally. She's usually always pretty popular all the time. Cause I know I know you historically are a big hater of her, as is Joe. And it's like she's was She's always someone that I respect because she is very unique with her athleticism, but like consistently over the years, like, and she obviously like pretty much took Kofi's gimmick and made it better. Like some of her spots saving herself are way better than anything Kofi's done uh, in a long time. So I, uh, I think when she returns, cause I think that is a definite when uh, that she is going to get a big pop. She should boo, boo him out of, boo her out of the building. That's what I say. That's what yeah. I say. That's that's a cold take. But you know who wouldn't get booed if they returned WrestleMania? Who? And now, presenting the greatest women's wrestler of all time, Eva Marie! It's time, man. Not only is this woman an absolute stud and has had two incredible runs in WWE that were cut short because of bullshit reasons, it's time to bring her back, Triple H. You know, yeah, everyone talks about the Infinity Gauntlet. Well, Eva Marie is the Infinity Gauntlet. You bring her back here. She's a stud. She'll get the reaction that she needs to get. Um, poor Dewdrop, like, just the best moments of her career with Eva Marie. We haven't seen her since. Like, I like Dewdrop. Where's Dewdrop? Uh, so, but give me Eva Marie, man, because Eva Marie's a stud, and she makes a lot of things better because y'all hate her so much. So give me all the Eva Marie in the Royal Rumble. Uh, my next one for number 10, by the way, we're at 10. Uh, we don't see this an awful lot in the Rumbles, but it's it's a mainstay. It's it's something that usually happens here. A tag team accidentally eliminates somebody. 
I would say I would love to see Montez Ford accidentally throw out Dawkins and start that rift again because I feel like we we're on a trajectory with Montez Ford and I feel like it's just it's just too much. So it's just it is what it is. But yeah, I'm excited to see some something happen between these two to get something going because I feel like the street profits are just kind of circling the drain at this point. What's more likely to happen first? Maven return to the Street Profits breakup in a rumble because I think you've had as many Street Profits breakup hopes of Isaac and Maven hopes at this point. It was just like the New Day forever. Every year was like, oh, New Day's going to break up and they just never did. It's just, I'm, I'm beginning to believe like Street Profits might just turn heel together. Maybe. I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like Dawkins is holding Montez Ford back. So I think uh, uh, Ford is also holding Dawkins back maybe too. Maybe. But, uh, maybe. I'm going to the Women's Royal Rumble. There's someone who's been out with an injury who I absolutely love as well. A surprise return who's actually on the roster. Give me Aaliyah back at the Royal Rumble. We see it all the time. Like some injured wrestlers like Carmella is another candidate who could return. But Aaliyah is someone I'm looking for. She had, was a women's tag champ. She was getting more over than she ever was. And then she had that injury. Uh, the Aaliyah 316. Uh, I absolutely love that as well. Or 320, whatever the hell it was. 312. Remember, but, but yeah. 312. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, give me Aaliyah back in the Women's Royal Rumble. I'm going for a bit of nostalgia on this next one, JC, because uh, he was on Monday Night Raw. But he does have multiple personalities. So I was thinking to myself, just because I miss this guy, I want Papa Shango in the Royal Rumble. Because the Godfather's there. He's a Jason. He does signings as Papa Shango. Sometimes he does even fucking matches as Papa Shango. He's in great shape. What's cracking, baby? I, I laughed on that, by the way, when he was fucking doing the doorman thing on Monday. I was, what's so cracking? Who fucking so says that? Uh, but no, I love Papa Shango, and I just want to, just one fucking time, put Papa Shango back in the fucking ring. That's all I want. That's really, as a, as a kid, I was terrified of him. As, as a little, little, little kid. So They've I, certainly overdone the boogeyman, so I think Papa Shango would be a good one. And we have seen the Godfather in a recent Rumble, so uh, why not have Papa Shango? Right. I like that one, Nestle. Uh, but my next one, you know, we're probably in the middle of the Rumble here, and there's a few guys in there, but we get a stare down between June McIntyre and Jinder Mahal. And, you know, they're going and getting the countdown as these two are kind of staring at each other, and all of a sudden you hear, I'm just one man. I'm a one-man band. Out comes Heath Slater, does a 3MB thing. Drew McIntyre looks at these two idiots and tosses them both out probably. But, man, Heath Slater was always the guy that shined uh, in his segments that he got on Monday Night Raw. And it really got me thinking during Raw 30 last night. Like, imagine if Heath Slater was on this show. Some of the shit he could have done that would have been great. He would have been great whether it was the poker segments or in the ring, whatever you asked him to do. So it'd be a cool surprise rumble spot because I feel like he hasn't been on the mind of a lot of people. I don't know if his contract thing was impact, but as we saw last year, like sometimes they're willing to share some talent, which I wouldn't be surprised if we get again this year with some surprises. So give me the one-man band and give me a little 3MB nostalgia, baby. You love your jobbers, bud. You really do. I do. You really I do. do. Uh, I'm going to go on a, a surprise train for a little bit on these next couple that I have. First off, since they say there's some type of working agreement with New Japan Pro Wrestling, I'm going to go out on a limb here, folks, and say that Jay White shows up in the Men's Royal Rumble and everybody He's a free agent, shits a fucking too. brick. I know. I'm just saying, that's a surprise to me. You're going to go, what the fuck? You would never expect that. You would never expect that, especially. But the Royal Rumble gets you so excited, and you're going to go, okay. I'm not. Then you start thinking to yourself, Royal Rumble, okay, what's going to be like for Mania for Jay White? Then you're like, oh, my God. I'm doing this for Conway because poor fucking Conway. We shit on him for all the time. They I was going to say, Conway and Dom are probably having a nice little uh, yeah, celebration. Exactly, right with their hands around their pants. That's fine. It's it's whatever. It's just it is what it is. Let's move on to yours. 
Yeah, I see your Jay White because obviously I, I kind of was putting that together that maybe he is signing with WWE, but I know someone who won't be signing with WWE, but man, would I fucking go nuts if he was in the Rumble. And that is the better New Japan pro wrestler. That is Will Ospreay, baby. We've seen him on AW. So this is not likely to happen, but man, could you imagine what the internet would do if Will Ospreay showed up in the goddamn Royal Rumble? Oh my God. The roof would blow off the goddamn place because... Whew. When I look outside of WWE and AEW and you ask me who the best wrestler is, I don't even think it's close. I think it's Will Ospreay. Um, and you know what? I would go nuts for it. I think everyone would go nuts for it. And I think he's way better than Jay White. So give me Will Ospreay instead of Jay White. I mean, Ozzy says right here, you know, I'd like to see Osprey, Os- Osprey uh, face off against uh, Rollins, which again. That's an easy storyline yeah. to do with whenever that day comes. Yeah, I mean, I, I it's like looking in a mirror with those two. I think that'd be kind of yeah. fucking ridiculous if you ask me. Another one, I'm going to go off the reservation here because, again, he's kind of not been seen, heard, refuses to work for the company that made him a big fucking deal. So I'm going to say Nick Aldis enters the Royal Rumble. Interesting. Because I feel like where else is he going to fucking go? Impact? I don't think so. So I, I think Nick Aldis is, is a guy that people should be uh, taking notice of because he seems like a Triple H guy to me. He really, I don't know what it is about him. I just feel like Triple H loves these like old school throwback guys. Like, I just feel like Nick Aldis definitely screams Triple H to me. Yeah, he's a guy, I, I the only really work that I'm familiar with him is with his fuse with Cody uh, back in the day when Cody was running the circuit. Uh, I obviously, I be honest, I haven't seen much of him by him, but uh, yeah, he does seem like he could be a WWE guy. So that would, uh, I think that could certainly be one of the uh, outside surprises as well. For me, WrestleMania. You know, we, we assume that whether he's like, you know, Braun Breaker is probably going to be in this Royal Rumble. Don't you think? Like, he mm-hmm. just, he feels like like this will be the year where they kind of like throw him in there and he has a good showing and he's kind of the NXT guy that shines. I mean, I wish it was Grayson Waller. Shout out to our boy Aussie Lucian who I saw a comment that I agree, man. I would love for Waller to be in and start throwing people out. Maybe eliminate AJ Styles and Dolph Ziggler, get him out of here. But it feels like Breaker, if there is going to be an NXT guy, uh, he seems like the sure thing. But what I'm looking for is maybe Braun Breaker's in some peril. Maybe he's getting beat up. You know what? Broad Breaker needs some help. No. And all of a sudden you hear, holla, if you hear me, ah! out comes fucking Scott Steiner in the full gimmick and him and Braun eliminate fucking whoever's giving him shit together. And we get the nice pose off and then whatever, something like Braun or someone can throw out Scott Steiner. But do you know how big I'd pop for a holla, if you hear me? I think you need to get Scott Steiner as far away from Braun Breaker as humanly possible. No, because it'll make humanly it look possible. so good. You take someone that's a train wreck. First. Put him next to you like him look great. Come on. I'm ashamed of you. Love, I'm so ashamed good. of you. I am Everyone ashamed love of a little Scott Steiner. If it happens, if it happens, I might facepalm. Like, I just, I, I can't. I can't fucking deal I'll with this shit. Nuts. Uh, somebody else that I think is NXT worthy that needs an impressive showing, not impressive with Indy Hartwell, but another thing I want to say here is I think she's doing a great job in NXT, so I think this is a great job you've been doing. Let's let's get you in the Rumble and and show off your skills. Not necessarily good a main roster call-up. Ivy Nile, I think, would be kind interesting. of interesting and cool here because I think, obviously, people look at her size and say, oh, she's you know small, but then you see how jacked she is and what she can do with that choke. I think that'd be really fucking cool. And she'd be a cool heavy for somebody eventually uh, going forward, I think, uh, you know, in the main roster kind of culture. I think she's she's very impressive, and I think she deserves the shot. 
Yeah, and she certainly doesn't have much going on besides trying to calm down the Creed brothers. So it'd be good to see her get something of her own. But for me, WrestleMania, I'm also sticking in the Women's Royal Rumble. And I mean, if you know me, you knew this one was probably coming because better CM Punk. Let's light it up, his wife, because the woman is always better than the man. And in this case, it couldn't be more true. AJ Lee's got so many babies in WWE now. So maybe they save this for when Roxanne and Cora are on the main roster in the Rumble with the 30 other women who have trained under her and her all-stars now. Uh, But... AJ Lee is my, my all-time favorite woman diva, whatever you want to call them. And uh, so I would love for her to skip to the rain one last time one of these years. And what better year than 2023, baby? Wow. All right. Just want to let you know this is the last one, 15, before we get through the rest of this stuff. So pick your best one that you can't Good, get. I have one left. Do you really? Because we, yeah. we, we, uh, we shaved we, a lot. We shared a couple and, you know, stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, uh, I have, I have, I'm trying to figure out. I'm not going to have a giant great one at the end here. I'm sorry. Because a lot of people stole my shit. I would say this much. Edge returns and fucking just throws out every goddamn member of Judgment Day. I think that is evident. It's going to happen. I think we're off to the races. It's probably going to be Finn versus Edge at Mania. But I don't know how long we make that happen. But I feel like watching Edge get some redemption on Judgment Day needs to happen. And I think that's the easiest way. You know, Grabbing Dom from underneath the apron... And trying to fuck with him and Dom trying to get away and shit would be fucking awesome. I think that'd be a great little ha-ha moment to his, to this whole thing. Because Edge needs to come back. Edge needs to face some people before he's done. This seems like it's just going to happen. Yeah, no, it definitely feels like Edge is uh, definitely one of the returns here. And they can use him in a lot of ways. Uh, the last one I've written down, I'm not going to use. But it was a Stacey Kubler returns. Because I don't remember seeing her in any of these recent rumbles. I love Stacey Kubler. That was my girl growing up. We saw Tori looks the same the, the two times she showed up. We had Trish the first year. Haven't seen her since. Maybe she's a good one. Lita's been in it quite a bit. Um, but you know what, Nestlemania, my last one. This was kind of hinted at earlier. It was a good one in the chat. It's about Randy Orton returning, but I do it a little differently. I would definitely do a stare down with Cody as we get there. And who knows? Maybe they are the final two. Um, but what I'm looking for is that, you know, Riddle's been trying to make new friends since Randy's been gone. So maybe him and Elias are in the ring kind of working together a little bit, you know, staving off eliminations and Randy's music hits and Riddle goes nuts. Cause he's so excited and they do the little RK bro thing in the ring. But then Elias is kind of like, yo, what's up, man. And Randy Orton RKO's him, throws him out. And Riddle kind of confused being like, bro, what? Randy Orton RKO's Riddle, throws him out. We finally get the turn. We finally get Randy versus Riddle at WrestleMania because if those two guys aren't facing each other, I'm hard-pressed to find where they might fit on the card in the top spot. But it's one of those things. We know Randy's been out with injury. There's a chance maybe he comes back now. Who knows? But it's just one of those things. It's like, if he doesn't come back and do this, like, what are they going to do? Because I don't think they're going to be a tag team again, like, as good as that was. Maybe this is the time, the surprise turn at the Rumble when you least expect it because Riddle's been kind of cheating on him. We know how Randy feels about cheaters, so. Okay. Well, there you have it, 30 hopes. We're going to go th- – I'm going to go through everybody in the chat real quick, and you tell me what you think, and then we'll, we'll discuss very quickly, and then we'll go through a couple that we think will probably be in there or not, and then we'll be done. I saw some good ones as we were going. Okay, so I, I, I'm sorry if I miss it. Retype it if I miss it in the chat. Uh, let's see. I am getting uh, Men's Royal Rumble Ripley. We already talked about that. Um, moving on. Sal had Cody. We talked about that. Mickey. Oh, Matt Cardona was in there. We'd said that. That was great. I saw that pop up like right as I was doing it. it. Yep. I, think, I clicked it. Grayson, oh, Walla, Grayson Walla come in and hit a big elimination on Randy or Drew to start gloating about. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. That's a really nice one. Uh, McAfee, you know, our boy, boy Bordski says that. Uh, then... Sal says, new Rumble hope. Enzo Amore returns a surprise entrant, does his stick, and immediately gets tossed out. Don't hate it. Not necessarily a big fan of Enzo, so I say forget about it. I don't really care. 
Unless unless Enzo wants to somehow be part of Tony D's uh, fucking family, I'm a, other than that, and he gets super serious. He would he would overshadow Tony too much. Though, unfortunately, so. unfortunately. Yeah. Do you guys think that the what's the most obscure entrance for the men's and women's? We could talk about that in a second. Maven. Maven, knock it off. Somebody got mad at me. Bursky got mad at me for uh, saying Goldberg and not Gilberg. Uh, let's, <laughs> we already had Gilbert. I know, I know. Gilbert. Let's manifest Grayson Waller eliminating Braun, Braun, and Great Kali. <laughs> Great Kali. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really good one. <laughs> so Santina for the Women's Royal Rumble. Knock we had it that off. a couple years ago. Naomi yeah. had two surprise entrants. I'm not saying what Joe said about Waffle House. Her and Edge and uh, were surprised a lot in the Rumble because they always get hurt. Uh, Eva, Lana, Nia Jax, Kelly Kelly, the first four entrants. Jesus Christ. What a uh, murder! You can take row. nine out of there. I'd pop for Lana. Dun dun dun. There was a time where that was like my favorite theme song. So maybe, dun, 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 dun. maybe some indie talent. Adam Brooks, uh, Zion Quinn, not doing anything in NXT. Should probably get some. He has the Samoan heritage as well. That's something we think about too. He doesn't do much for me. Not we yet. love you, Tyler. Tyler Breeze. That's something yes, we would pop he was, for. That was someone I thought about putting on, but you know, it's one of those things I already had a tie, so yeah, I had yeah. to kind of put it. But Breeze, Tyler Breeze, Breeze I don't know in general would be fun as as our boy uh, Joe said yes. here. Hornswoggle, Ozzy says as well. Look, Hornswoggle is always available, so yeah, he's 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 a good little. I don't need him in the rumble though. If they do a thing where Zelina tries to crawl under again, like have her and Hornswoggle get in a fight. That's know? fine, whatever. Okay, very quickly, I'm gonna run through a couple people. You say yes, no, and then we're gonna go uh, into the rest of the stuff. Ready? AJ Styles. Yes. Uh, no, I mean no, no, no. Sorry, sorry, no. He's no. Here. Okay. No. Cameron Grimes. Yes. Okay. That's something I thought about. Logan Paul. No. Really? I, I, yeah, and I also had this on my list. If we do get Logan Paul, do we also get Jake Paul? No thanks. Because I think that's something they still could do is them as a tag team. I don't want to see that at all, but that's whatever. I don't it disagree, is. but... Lacey Evans with Sergeant Slaughter? I hope so. Okay. Lacey better be in this goddamn Rumble. Billy Kay? She's someone I thought about, but I think maybe they save her for when uh, Peyton gets through mommy time. Okay. Uh, Victoria, we always, ooh, not the lady to mess with. We love her. Had her a couple years ago. I would never not pop for Victoria. X-Pac. Nah, I'm good. You good with that? Okay. Steve Austin, big, big question uh, he, here. He's on my list for you as well. I think uh, when we talk about them having surprises up their sleeve, it makes a lot of sense to have him in the Rumble. I don't think he'd win it, but uh, yeah, I think he'd get a big pop if he came in at like 28. And of course, a couple more here in the chat. Big E's timetable. Maybe they snuck it in. That That'd was one I also thought about. Wouldn't that be cool if it wasn't Cody, a surprise Big E win? But I just don't think he's ready. Bad Bunny? I, they did it last year, so I think, I don't think, I, I'm not sure. Unless if they do a Bad Bunny, Logan Paul stare down, I don't think we're going to get Bad Bunny this year. Okay. All right, that, that's all I've got, unless you've got some people you want to talk about. Um, I do have some. Dragon Lee, the newest signee. I don't think anybody's going to know who he is yet. He has to go through NXT first. Chelsea Green. Yeah, but I don't think anybody will care. Batista. No. Too old. John Morrison. Don't care. Frankie Monet. Don't care. Tyson Fury. Ugh, he can't get out of the country. I think he's tied to the mob. That's true. Mercedes Monet. Fuck off. That's what I Mickey say. Mickey James. Mickey James, we've done it before. I'm not interested. Yeah, but I, I would honestly, going back and watching every Women's Royal Rumble, I think she's one of the few people that's been in every single one. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it could be uh, something they love to keep going. And she is the champion again, too. So Ozzy, Ozzy says Vince McMahon for the Royal Rumble. Jesus hey, You know Christ. what? We've seen we've seen crazier things. Uh, Vince or Shane being in the Rumble, like, I wouldn't love it, but like I said, we've mean seen Street crazier Mean Street Posse, I would. But here's the thing with Mean Street Posse, Joe, is that it is a very niche thing for like a year in WWE history that nobody's going to know except all of us that were hardcore wrestling fans. So I think it's going to be tough. Be tough to waste a, waste a spot on any of those guys. Yeah. Anybody else before we move on to something else? Billy Gunn. 
Very doubtful if, if, if Kurt Angle had to take his place on Raw 30. <laughs> the badass! Wait, what? Kurt? <laughs> Kurt's just like... So, Bertsky um, says... Kurt Angle, is he in the Rumble? No. Bertsky says to Corey Graves, I thought about that, but I don't think the... That, here's my thing. I don't think people care enough about Corey Graves to be a wrestler anymore. They want to see him commentate because he's done a better I, job commentating than he could ever do as a wrestler. More likely is Bad News Barrett. Maybe they do something with him and McAfee. That'd be pretty funny. Uh, yeah. John Lawrence, get the fuck out of here, no, John Lawrence. That fucking piece of shit is never coming back to this company. All right. Well, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna close it now. Unless something pops up, Vicky Guerrero, give me a Vicky Guerrero. She's done it before, but I think Lily. she's uh, Lily. Lily, are you kidding me, Lily? Lily the doll? What the fuck is going on with you guys? Honestly, what about God. Eugene? No, not Eugene. Come on, give me a fucking break. Festus. So, so here's so here's the real here's the thing. Before we wrap up, do you think they're sending us a different signal to fuck with us than the Rock is coming? I don't know. Um, it's I just I don't. It's one of those things. I think he's still gonna do something at Mania. I just don't think he's part of the Rumble. I just. I tend to think if The Rock said, the hey, Rock said. The Rock says, if The Rock says this, Jabroni, you do it. But it's the, the thing that I thought about was if The Rock said, sorry, I have a movie or I have a commitment that I can't get out of because it, you know, the insurance and whatever else is going to be in the way and I can't get hurt because other people need to be paid for the show or the money or whatever, that I get is a real thing. But for someone to fucking tell me The Rock's not going to take three months to get into shape. Like I, yeah, I, but I, it's I find like because we kind of talked about this off air. It's like it's not more about that. It's like it takes a lot of commitment to get into wrestling shape. Like, and on top of the Rock doing what he has to do, he has to do it. And maybe he just doesn't. Why would the Rock want it? What's his motivation? Like, it's like it's one of those things. Like, it's an the itch. only motivation I can see it's him having itch. for going there is his fucking daughter is twenty one and works for the company. Ava Rain. Maybe she's in the Rumble. But it's just like it's one of those things. Like, does he really? Does he need to come back to put over Roman Reigns? What does that do for him? They can offer him all the money in the world. What does that do for him? The guy already has all the money in the world. So it's just I. Think I think it's a motivation thing. I still think he'll be uh, make an appearance one way or the other. Maybe just rock bottoms fucking Eric Rowan again. Who the fuck knows? But I don't. I don't think we're getting a full match because well, I don't think he has the motivation to do it. Maybe when he's as old as Stone Cold and a little bit irrelevant, maybe he'll do it. But like now, he's he's Stone Cold's a little irrelevant. Wow, that was a bold. Well, no, thing just to say. like he was. He just like he's not. He can't. He's not a movie star or anything. Like he's not the Rock. The Rock's a different animal. All right. Well, I like Stone. I love Stone Cold. The Wrestler way better than I love the Rock. But all right. So just, they're two different things. All right. Very quickly, these are the last ones. We sorry guys, we got to move on. Uncle Howdy, yeah, maybe. Uh, Stephanie no. McMahon, no, she has an ankle no, surgery. Oh. El Torito, hilarious, love. That. I would love that. Mason Ryan, nobody knows who he is except us. Unfortunately, I was high on Mason Ryan. He was like the new Batista for a very long. He Damian, talk, Damian Mizdow, bring him back. That I mean, he said, said he's retired, but anybody can work a rumble. I wouldn't hate yeah. it either. Again, this is why we love the Royal Rumble, folks. It, it anything can happen in the WWE, right? So I mean, I have my list. I'll take a picture of it so we can document who is more right. Um, when Maven, AJ Lee, and Eva Marie all return, you're all gonna be eating crow. All right, on that note, we should probably get through the rest of this stuff. So let's let's get that going, okay? Uh, Don't call it a comeback. I'm gonna do this very quickly uh, so we can get back to the Rumble and their picks. But I'm giving it to Sammy Guevara this week. He's been an underrated member of the AEW roster for a long time. He's been doing great work making Daniel Garcia even more interesting as part of the Jericho Appreciation Society. But also, our boy TJ got to meet him, and he confirmed what I've been trying to tell y'all. Sammy Guevara is actually a good guy. You know, he was, uh, TJ said he had heard bad things about him. He said he couldn't have been nicer to him. Uh, Sam even quote tweeted him on Twitter. Tay made a joke about his, uh, he has a dick. He's not a dick uh, thing going on there, you know, because we know they have crazy sex probably. But Sammy Guevara, Jesus. I've enjoyed him for a long time. I think he's great on television because 
he does what he needs to be done. Like he puts over people, like he oversells moves. He does all that shit. Like this guy, he's good. And people don't want to give him credit because they don't like him, which I think is fine. Uh, but you know what? This week I wanted to shine a little light in them and, uh, you know, kind of like really showcase what our boy TJ found out. So Sammy Guevara, you're getting my comeback this week, baby. That's an interesting comeback. My comeback goes to the APA door because I chuckled so fucking hard at that APA door. I was just like, the fact that they walked through it and they had the fucking invitation on, I was just like, God damn it. Do I love these fucking gags? I just, I, there's so much fun that can be had in a raw 30, but they, they did the APA door. They had the fucking, you know, Baron Corbin had the money. didn't have his name on the list. Like the whole thing, the whole segment just made me laugh. So having those guys back, uh, it's a, the, the right touch of nostalgia, excuse me, that I was very excited about. So they get my comeback. But now it's time to get to the big old finish. We got to get Royal Rumbley and everything else. So JC, I will, uh, bend the knee to you. Yeah, before we get to those predictions, we have to go through SmackDown very quickly. They actually have a pretty loaded card for a go-home show. We have your boy, Karrion Cross taking on Rey Mysterio. Oh, my God. Did you see that thing I sent you about someone else saying his hair? I'm not yeah, alone. No, I, I mean, I, I don't, like, like I said last week, I agree with you, but it's just like, I mean. It's you know, a stupid man, thing to hang on, but I'm sitting maybe there Maybe Scarlet wanted something to grab onto when she's, you know, Scarlet in him, Okay. I just, Who I, do you think I, wins? Cross or Red? Cross. Has to be Cross. I agree. Uh, we have KO versus Solo Sokoa. KO can't lose going into the Rumble. Interview. Yeah, this screams schmoz. Schmoz, schmoz, schmoz. Then we have the semifinals of the tag team tournament. Hero taking on the fucking tag team squashers, Drew and Sheamus. Oh, I thought it was, I thought it was Imperium. I think it's Imperium versus Legato. Okay, well then definitely the Banger Brothers all the way to the fucking finals. Who gives a shit? Taking on Imperium? Yeah, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, I agree. Lame. Uh, and then we will get to, we will talk NXT and AEW eventually, but WrestleMania, we got to talk about the Royal Rumble. We have two Rumble matches along with right now, three other matches on the card. We will start off with a singles match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. I'm on my own. I'll get the wall. Bianca Belair defends against Alexa Bliss. Who you got? I mean, it seems like a slam dunk that Belair can't lose till Mania. So Belair has to win the end. I agree, but uh, there's something weird here, man. Like, there's something there's something weird here, but I do think Bianca wins. Uh, next up, we have the sponsored match of the night, the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match, um, which now we know why it's a Pitch Black match. It's brought to you by the new Mountain Dew. Uh, Bray Wyatt versus L.A. Knight. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what to expect with this match in WrestleMania, but, I mean, Bray must pose in some You would think form. that, but... Does Uncle Howdy do something weird? Because we didn't talk about this. Firefly Funhouse. Firefly Funhouse came back, which means that the 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 fiend probably will happen. I think there's a lot of tape parts of this segment. Like they're gonna go out in the arena, cut to a fucking thing, play it back, come back to the arena. Like I feel like that's gonna be a lot of weird shit happening here. And I think like there's gonna be a funhouse segment. There's gonna be a fucking swamp segment. There's gonna be all sorts of nonsense. I love the swamp match. I don't care what like, I just, it, there's going to be so many Bray things that are going to happen in this thing. Yeah, try to say Firefly Funhouse. It's not easy. It's not Firefly easy. Firefly Funflouse. Firefly Flophouse. It's fine. So uh, you're picking LA Knight then? No, so I'm just saying. You're a fucking coward. You just laid it out now. You're not going to do it? Coward. All right, I'll pick. I'll, I know I'm gonna pick fucking Bray Wyatt. Fuck you. You're a fucking coward. No, you, I'm not all coward. That, all that just to be a coward. No, we'll I'm move not. on. Listen, Singles listen, match. listen. I'm sniffing the number one seed, buddy. Yeah, you're a coward. Singles match for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman defends against Kevin Owens. Uh, Reigns, Reigns, go away. He's not going away. Come again another day, KO, because you ain't winning, buddy. Yeah, Reigns is gonna win. Big kaboom, we think. 
I mean, this this is this has storyline written all over it. Something's happening, man. Yeah, I think I think KO. It's either going to be Sammy solidifying himself with the bloodline or getting himself tossed out. I feel like because I feel like next week we're having a huge conversation about that. All right, there you go. Uh, yeah, I am a coward. And also, worm projection on the ring again? No, please God, no, no, no. We know that didn't work at WrestleMania in Orlando. We're not doing that fucking shit again. Uh, go on. We got now we left. get to the fun part. Do you, would you rather do men's or women's first? Women's first. Let's do women's first in WrestleMania. So here I think what we should, we should do, we should pick our winner. We should pick our final four. Then we should pick our Iron Woman. Hell, we could even throw in who we think's doing one and two. So uh, I'll start off there. I think Liv's coming in at one, like you said. And I think she will be the Iron Woman. But I also do think that Rhea Ripley's going to come in at number two and win the whole goddamn thing. So that right there is half of my four in the final four are uh, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. The other ones is tougher because I think there's a lot of good candidates. Um, I think Raquel's someone who's probably going to maybe have a most eliminations, but maybe she's out before we get to the final four. So I'm not going to put her there. Um, Charlotte, I don't know what's going on because she's not booked in a match, but we've seen her enter as a champion before. Um, so I'm going to put Charlotte in my final four. Hey. And then to me, it comes down to the trio of probably Becky, Bailey, or Ronda Rousey. So uh, yeah, begrudgingly, I'm going to put Ronda Rousey in my final four because you need a big heel in there to make the crowd go, no, 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 we don't want that. And I could see this coming down to Rhea and Ronda and Rhea picking up the win. I tend to agree with you on a lot of these spots here, but I think that what I'm going to say is, so you're you're picking you're picking Rhea to win. I'm, I'm picking Rhea to win. Okay. Did you forget anything else? Sorry, you said you said final four. Rhea was my winner. My final four was Rhea. Yeah. Liv, Liv Charlotte, Charlotte, and Ronda. And, Ronda. and uh, my Iron Woman was Liv, and yeah. I had Liv and Rhea one and two. Okay. I agree with uh, Liv going number one. Iron Woman, we both talked about that's going to happen. Uh, Rhea, I don't think she'll be number two, but she will. So I'm not going to say. Do we say one and two as well? I'm sorry, you confused the fuck out of me. Yeah, right? if you want to, just for no. Fun. I'm gonna say final four is Liv, Rhea. I will say I feel like Becky has to be in there at the end because she's Becky and and Bailey. I think that seems like a safer bet here. So that's what I would say. And I, I'm I, not a coward. I don't make safe bets, baby. Well, again, I'm I'm trailing, but uh, that doesn't mean I'm out. So I'm trailing. So I have to I have to I have to I have to hedge. Who's your bets. winner? Oh, it's it's got to be Rhea. Rhea's my winner. So we, we agree on the winner. Okay. Yeah, Rhea's winning everything. She's awesome. Do you think there's any crazy surprises here in the women's besides ones that maybe we talked about? I mean, I would laugh really hard if, like, some, like, generic, like, random woman from the 2000s showed up, like Eve Torres. But I feel like that's never going to yeah, fucking isn't. happen. You know what yeah. I mean? Like The woman's the one that over the last few years that we've seen more surprises because it's usually more spots. But... I feel like they've really rounded out this roster. So I think more of the surprises are going to be like people coming back from injury and like a legend here or there. Yeah. I mean, Molly Holly's been in pretty much everyone. Kelly Kelly's been in pretty much everyone. Bellas have been in a few times. Tori Wilson's been in a few times. So Tr Lita's been in a few times. Trisha's was in the first one. Gail Kim. So. That's a nice one. Ozzy said Gail Kim, but I doubt Ooh, that's is she happen. Is she a free She's agent? Impact, she, but she could do whatever she that's wants. That's true. Impact is sharing is caring. So uh, I do. I, you mentioned something really quickly and we didn't talk about it in the heat. I just want to say very quickly. Did you see the Bellas video about them shitting on? them not using yeah anything so apparently well well yeah they were very upset but apparently wwe put them on the poster before they asked them if they could go they said they had something else going on uh who knows if that was true or not but yeah they did they uh they were a little bit in their cups at whatever event they were at and uh they were kind of they kind of said like you notice they don't say anything about the women's revolution oh wait that's because it was all sasha banks and page who they can't talk about so they're not wrong because we saw in the raw 30 video there was Jericho and Daniel Bryan and Sasha Banks with their seminal moments. But in terms of the actual show, like it, they didn't really give us much of the woman except for like the Charlotte and Bianca segment, which was just very Charlotte centric as I guess it should be. But yeah, it definitely their criticism isn't Ron. 
the way they went about it was a little odd. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, the Bellas, they do. It's you know, Well, it's just like, we can piss on this because we're at the Bellas, and I just don't think that's fair. So, yeah. like, they have a great point, but it's all about how you discuss yeah. your point. I'm never going to stick up for a company that makes millions of dollars and, nah, you know, I, I, shits on people all the time. Sure. It gives people trash bags on the way out, so. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> fucking wrong. But, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was interesting because... I I mean I think them being there would have definitely helped, but them not being there, I guess they didn't really have a backup plan, and that's why we got what we got. Okay, all right, let's go to the men's. The men's Royal Rumble. We can do the same thing here. This one, uh, I mean, look, Cody has to be the pick. I think it's probably who I want to win. Um, I can kind of talk about this here though. When I mentioned earlier with Sammy, I think him winning the Rumble just kind of kills the story because that means he isn't touching Roman potentially till April, whatever. And it's one of those things like this storyline, like this needs to play out without the rumble. Maybe Sammy's in it. Maybe solo takes his spot in the rumble. Maybe that's something that goes on, but I just don't think like, I think Sam, Sammy winning the actual rumble would be a mistake because I don't think he needs the rumble to get his match with Reigns and potentially beat Reigns. So where Cody's like, Cody's the perfect pick here. It makes a lot of sense. Who knows if they actually do it, uh, but he is the one that makes sense. So he will be my pick. So he will be one of my final four members. The, the rest of this is pretty tough because there's a lot of people who could be in this rumble, but uh, Brock Lesnar's in this rumble, so I feel like he's in the final four. Um, he's probably going to have stuff, as we've seen, teased with Lashley going there. Um, I do think a guy that I really like to see in the final four would be a guy like Gunther. Uh, so I'll put him in there. In that last spot, man, this, this is tough because uh, I think there's a lot of ways, but I'm going to put uh, Seth Rollins as my fourth final four guy. And uh, uh, in terms of the Iron Man, I think Theory is a good candidate, but man, I could also, the way they're hyping up Cody and the way, like I hit on this earlier, they like to make sure that some of the guys with like the, spe the special entrances come out early. Like the year Edgewedgie came out first because I wanted that. I could see Cody coming in at one or two, man. So I'll put Seth and Cody as the first two entrants in the Rumble in some order. And I'll put Cody as, that would make him the Iron Man if he wins the whole thing. So okay. I just, I have a feeling that it just, his entrance is going to be the first thing we hear. First or second, uh, but isn't it? Do you feel like it's old hat at that point for him to start a number I, one? And win the whole I don't, thing? I, I agree. I don't think it is. That's why I'd honestly I put him at two just so it's a little different. But I just, I don't know. I have a feeling I would put him more at the end, okay. honestly. Um, but I just, I don't know. I, I have a feeling they're really gonna milk this for old Scott. Okay, my final four is gonna be Mac, Cody. I'm gonna change my what I wrote, Lashley, and Brock. Yeah, I, 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 I just feel really like is, I feel but... like Brock and Lashley have to be there at the end. I, you know what? I, you know what? I know what? I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna change it because Mac needs to be in there. Cody needs to be in there. I feel like it's Rollins, and I'll just. I feel like I'm gonna pick Lashley because I feel like Lashley's gonna get his comeuppance on Brock Lesnar in the Rumble somehow. So that's what I think. Yeah, right I, I, that's. I thought it would be the other way. That's why I put Brock there and not Lashley. But mm -hmm. I think the other guy is it's the theory question because I think he's going to have a showing in this Rumble um, as he should. But I just, uh, I, I don't think I don't actually know if I believe Gunther will be in the Final Four. But it's someone I'd like to see there to really establish him. I think Orton, if he returns, always a candidate to be there at the end. I think Riddle's a candidate to be there at the end. I think the men's, this men's field is pretty loaded. Um, like we can look at some of the names that are in it. It's Kofi, Santos, Ricochet, Theory, Rollins, Lashley, Corbin, Mysterio, Gunther, Rhodes, Omas, McIntyre, Sheamus, Strowman, and Karrion Cross are all the ones. That's about half the field that are guaranteed to be in there. I wouldn't be surprised if KO got in there because if Roman Reigns doesn't main event, because uh, usually the Rumbles do, one of the Rumbles. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting because uh, there's a lot of – it does feel like this roster is as deep as it's ever been in terms of the men's division. And I would just say for my for – my point of view for the iron person i would love to see like a montez ford do it 
Because I feel like I'm curious if he'll be in the rumble. Because they've been no, in the I know, past, but, but I feel like he's yeah. the guy that needs that moment. Like you, you know what I mean? Like when you don't win, you're well, you just want them up. to break up. I just don't think it's happening. I just I'm gonna put Montez as the Iron Guy because I feel like it's just fun, personally. But I I don't know. I'm, I could be wrong, and I probably am, but that's okay. Yeah. But I'm picking I'm picking Cody as well. So th- there it is. After all that, so we uh, have the same Rumble picks. It's actually pretty late. We both picked Cody and Rhea, but it does. They feel like the I think they're the two that if I were picking would be at the top of my list as well, which is why I'm comfortable making them my pick. Cause I think they make sense, but I just, I could easily see Charlotte winning this and challenging Bianca and whether it's unifying the titles or she drops before I, they, I don't think Ronda will win, but it just, it's in the woman's side. It does seem like it's like Rhea and the only other ones I can see are like Charlotte. Cause I don't think Becky and Bailey are winning. Who are the other major players? Do we think Liv's going to win it? Probably no. not. No. So it's the woman's side does seem to be lacking. Whereas the men's, I think you could make a ton of cases for other guys. I just think Cody's the best case. Cody seems like the inevitable. Like you just can't, you can't stop him. You just, you know what I mean? Like it just seems like he's gonna have to win this. There's the only time to do it. I think it's the safest pick too. Right. Uh, anything else? So would you like to get into the rest of it? Uh, I have nothing else in the Rumble. Um, as we can get here quickly to NXT and AEW. NXT tonight, they have a pretty loaded card. It is very, actually, every single match that I have written down is a women's match. So it's a ladies' night at NXT tonight. We have the Thea Hale Award Ceremony. We have Electra Lopez versus Wendy Chu. We have allegedly Fallon and Kiana teaming up to take on question marks. We have Caden and Katana defending their NXT Tag Team titles against just Alba Fire, which is interesting. We have Tiffany Stratton versus the very impressive Indy Hartwell. And yeah, pretty loaded card in all-woman WrestleMania. I, I I love it. I, the other thing too is I'm like, okay, Alba Fire and the Voodoo Chick have to fucking be a tag team, right? That just that just seems like inevitable. Isla Dawn, my girl. Yeah, I think that's gonna be a thing personally, if you ask me. But I would love to see Alba Fire in the Rumble and on the main roster, but we're not getting there. Okay, that's yeah. fine. That's totally fine. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a good NXT, but again, it's hard because when it's Rumble week, it kind of feels like it gets lost and stuff. Yeah, and Grayson and Braun had a great uh, little video they put together brawling at the Performance Center, so they're continuing to prop up their match, so I'm sure they'll have some sort of follow-up from that tonight. But WrestleMania on AEW this week on Dynamite, we have a tag team match player where we have Les Sex Gods taking on Ricky Starks and Action Andretti. I mean, Action has to pin or or something here. I mean, that seems He's like he pinned needs... both of them. I, I know. Well, no, I feel like Garcia and yeah, Jericho. Jericho. So, and I think Sammy's the next guy he pins personally. We also have breaking news over here. I don't know if you see how Ozzy said it, that Mark Briscoe. Uh, you know, we didn't talk about Jay Briscoe unfortunately his time untimely passing mm-hmm. uh, against Jay Lethal this week, which is a big deal. It's a big fucking deal to put Mark Briscoe out there after he just lost his brother. Um, so that'll be an emotional moment for sure. Yeah, that that certainly that's yeah. I'm I'm shocked that he's actually going to do that because like you said like i can't imagine the pain that family is going through and our thoughts and prayers go to them but that is that is cool that uh if he wants to be on tv and honor his brother with a match that he's getting to do it and against a guy like jay lethal makes sense because there's not too much more ring of honor guys and those uh those that obviously that duo and then jay lethal so mm-hmm. uh that is pretty cool the rest of the card is loaded as well we have danielson taking on the machine brian cage who I don't know so many. I don't know if I'm a, I call myself a closet Brian Cage fan, but I I really like Brian Cage and uh, I don't know what it is, but I just he just he has the look and every time I see him in the ring he impresses me more than he should. I just it, it's never going to get me excited when I see fucking these guys just like being doormats for Danielson until he gets to the fucking thing. And then we got 4 weeks after that when he finally yeah. beats all four guys. So to me I think this thing is completely botched. I just I don't care. It'll be a fun match. This is the only one of the ones that I've actually been excited for, mainly because it's Brian Cage and I think he's underutilized. Uh, but is what it is. They have him more in the ring of honor circle. Uh, we also have a triple threat match between Tony Storm, Ruby Soho, and the Britt Baker DMD. I can't talk. 
Yeah, of course. Uh, I don't. I don't care about any of these matches on on Dynamite. I'm sorry. Like I, I look um, at this and I go, I go. That's great that there's a triple threat match, but I don't understand why the triple threat match needs to happen right now. Like right. You're now. not caring about Jungle Hook versus Ethan Page and Matt Hardy means you hate fun. No, I don't hate fun. I just feel like it should be taken. That match is gonna Rampage. be great. Jungle Hook is so much fun. And as much as I could, I'm over Matt Hardy wrestling. It's like there's some like just there's something with this Ethan Page storyline that's very interesting because Ethan Page is the fucking man. Okay. You're just a hater. And then now uh, we have the wrestle special because Darby Allen must wrestle every week. He is defending against the final member of the House of Black that he has not defeated, Buddy Matthews, who I forgot was employed. Yeah, me too. It's a it's a it's a peruse of hey, let's have this fucking match for no reason. So Yeah, and that's why I just it's it's frustrating me with AEW because I'm glad that Darby's finally being featured again because he was the guy kind of like he was kind of either on rampage or not at all. But now it's like I'm looking at it, it's like, okay. So now Darby's just having a lawn match every week, which is fine. But I'd like you have so many guys that I'd like to see, like, I don't know, Wardlow, you know, other guys on TV that you don't have to on TV right now. But that's neither here nor there because uh, I don't know. They just they need to do a better job of showcasing the rest of their roster. They certainly just they don't have a reason for things. And I, I, I hate when everybody's wow. like, oh, there's stories and stuff. There are. <laughs> But God the damn reason. it, they're not good enough. They're not a they're not a plausible reason for some of this stuff happening. Jericho yeah, stuff always makes sense. MJF stuff always makes sense. The EVP stuff most of the time makes sense. No, their their matches are the most random of them all. No, like, but oh, the, you guys have to wrestle random. This is random. Danielson, random. Danielson is the random one. Yeah, but it's it's structured in a storyline. It's just we hate the storyline. Okay, that's fine. Like they have to wrestle, but it's like in terms of like it's just like it's like this Darby thing. It's like there's not they don't even do the rankings anymore. So it's like oh you gotta oh yeah yeah you've never wrestled here you're gonna get a title match. Oh Taka, I always I can't even say his name. So I'm not gonna say it because I feel bad. But it's like he gets a match against a champion like every fucking week and he never wins. Like, why does he keep getting them? People like him, great. People like a lot of people. Doesn't mean it just it is. I agree with that. The booking is nonsensical. And yeah, it's not there's a lot of randomness. I I like more meaning as well, Messing. We're not very random guys. We're no, we're not up. random guys because we care, goddammit. We care. Uh, on that yeah. note, I think we're good. Um, unless we missed something, but I think we're good. I don't know how we could this week. I Holy think we fuck. mentioned every wrestler who's ever existed in the I know. So time. We hope you enjoy the Royal Rumble. We hope you enjoy all the wrestling that you get to watch. Hit us see. up with your hopes, your picks, everything. Tweeted yeah. us, twatted us, twitted us, all that shit. We want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, we want to know. We want you to enjoy it. I mean, you definitely reach out to us. We want to have a conversation. So we'll be back next week with more Jobber Knockery. <laughs>